Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This week is the first in the mini-series about awards, business awards. And I'm delighted to introduce Claire Cahill of Ascendo Coaching and Training, who is an award winner. And she's going to tell us today about how winning an award has helped her business or helped her in her business. And I just think that it's such a useful thing as a business owner to have and to make use of. So Claire is also known as the no-nonsense coach, so you'll have to keep me in line as well. (laughs) Claire has won Executive Coach of the Year for the Coaching Academy's International Coaching Award, so quite a prestigious award, so I'd like to hear about that. And also, you, because of the support that you gave to members of Sandra's uh, Women Who uh, membership, she awarded you a special Academy Award, which must have been really lovely to receive. So welcome, Claire. Thank you for joining me for this Boardroom Buddies podcast. And the first question I'm going to ask you is tell us about your business. (laughs) Oh, thank you, uh, Jackie, for inviting me on. So yeah, my business is Ascendo Coaching and Training. And Ascendo is the Latin for Ignite. And that's what I do when I work with those busy, stressed out senior leaders who struggle to get out of that hamster wheel to think strategically is I ignite their potential to be their best self. So I do one-to-one coaching, group coaching, and then I also have some leadership training that I deliver that is also accredited through the CPD standards office, recognising that, you know, leaders have to demonstrate sometimes, especially if they're chartered managers, that they're continuing to invest in their personal development. Mm, Yeah, that's so important. It's as important in obviously leadership and management in, in the kind of corporate business environment, but it's also important for business owners and many micro business owners don't really realize that they also need to grow absolutely Uh, if you can't develop yourself how can you develop your business you know so I think that's a really important point yeah so how did this come about how do you get into coaching so I had my own confidence crisis after the birth of my second son And it's amazing that hindsight is a wonderful thing. And if I'd have had a coach when I returned to work from maternity leave, maybe I wouldn't have had to have taken time off sick to establish who was Claire Cahill because she was a leader, a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter. And along the way, I just lost who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so as a result of going on my own journey of self-discovery to get back to a place where I was well enough to return to work, I just came, I, I came across coaching, even though I knew about coaching and was coached and realized that was the part of my leadership role that I loved the most. And in corporate world, and it might be the same in, in other small to medium enterprises, sometimes there's an expectation that the leader coaches their team, but they've not had any coaching training. So they don't really understand what coaching is. Mm. And so I then made it my mission because I knew how powerful it was for me and my development Mm-hmm. to actually go out and become a qualified coach to then make be able to make that leap of faith to run my own business and mm. support others on on the way through the coaching and training that I offer yeah 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 you talk about managers and leaders you know coaching do you think there's a bit of a fine line between mentoring and coaching yeah so definitely with mentoring you're giving somebody advice. So you've lived that experience, you've had that experience, you've got value Mm. that you can add that might be useful to to that person. Whereas with coaching, we don't give advice. Mm. We trust the process and know that the answers are within that Mm. individual. And we just ask really probing, curious questions that maybe they won't ask themselves Mm. And as the coach, the coach can be quite comfortable with the silence while Mm. the individual reaches deep inside themselves to find the answer that they know is true um, to then be able to move forward. So in in Mm. any coaching, in pure coaching, you know, there's no judgment, there's no giving of advice. It's just Mm. asking probing curious questions respectfully listening and reflecting back what is being heard what Mm. is being said to help that individual rate continue to raise awareness and be able to make decisions to move forward yeah 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 it's really powerful and uh yeah I've come across managers other people who said oh well I coach my team you know but actually what they're doing is mentoring because they have the experience of what should be going on and things like that so so yeah it's uh I thought I'd just ask that question because it's something that I see fairly often you know and I think sometimes it's hard not to go into that mentoring role and this is you know one of the things that I learned when I was becoming a qualified coach you know we ask permission to give advice and make a suggestion because then that's the the the, the coachee who's actually saying yes I welcome you now to maybe go into that mentoring role and come out of coach role again you know it's recognizing that the coach may have had a similar experience but it won't be the same experience only with permission of the coachee yeah. that the coach would then give advice because they'd then go into that mentoring role or even that consultative role Mm. or facilitator role where you know they're just facilitating the discussion yeah 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 okay that's great so tell us about your awards yeah so it was in 2016 that I won my first award and that was executive coach of the year with the coaching academy and 
it was a pivotal point in my life, both personally and professionally, because that was also the same month and year that I launched and published my book. So I became an author at the same time as I became an award-winning coach. And yeah, it, it, it had taken a lot of planning, thinking strategically, knowing that this is the year that if I'm going to win an award, it's going to be this year. Mm. Then the following year, I entered the same awards, the, the Coaching Academy Awards as Life Coach of the Year, and I was the runner-up. Mm. And, you know, being a runner-up is still as valuable because it's about recognising, well, I strategically planned to enter that awards I became a finalist and I got the silver badge um, and was able to say that I was runner up life coach of the year. And then I think, you know, that the Special Academy Award that I won through Woman Who, that was a completely different experience because that's where people in the Academy nominated me for the award. And then I was ultimately then chose as the winner you know, from what others had said about me. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that wasn't the award that I'd, I'd entered. So even though I'd gone through the same process and entered a category, I I was then obviously nominated for that award and, and then won, won that award. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Tell me how winning the awards has helped you in your business? Oh, it's been fabulous because in terms of visibility and credibility, being able to put that on social media, on my website, having the logo badges on my email signature, all of that has helped with that whole visibility strategy and my credibility instantly increased because I'd got that almost seal of approval. Um, and again, I was able to think about, you know, what photos am I going to have? How can I use those across my platforms? What media press releases can I do? And it was just getting my name and my business out into the communities and the different environments where I knew it would make a difference and where my ideal clients were. Yeah, yeah. So when you started to think about awards, well, how, how did, you know, kind of applying for the award happen? What what did you do? So I knew that these awards happened every year and I'd seen previous award winners and I'd connected with those previous award winners because I wanted to experience what is it like to be an award-winning coach what you know what was the process that you had to go through so it wasn't something that I just thought oh this time next year when the nomination you know when the application forms are out and you know the categories are open I'm just going to apply for it I had to really think about well where does this fit in my business how mm. am I going to prove that actually what I do adds value so it was about looking at who the, the people were that I worked with, what results they'd had, how I could prove that in terms of testimonials. Because when you submit your award application, 
it this is your one opportunity to tell the story when you're answering the questions so even when you get the financial question because most awards will have the financial question it was being able to say this is where my business was last year this was my plan as to how I want to to grow my business and this is where I ended up and actually now this is the starting point and I'm one step further forward to having the business growth that that I want Mm. And I think that was the question that was the most uncomfortable to answer because I thought, what happens if I'm judged how well my business is performing? And that's not necessarily the case. What the judges are looking for is, is what is the journey that this individual has been on? You know, what's the strategy that they followed in the business to get them from where they were to where they are now? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say to, you know, a, a micro business owner, you know, probably just like us, you know, a single owner delivering their business? What would you say to them about applying, you know, going? I, yeah, I would say do it because you've got nothing to lose. And what I've gained every single time after applying for awards is it's given me this whole reflection process that I can go through. So whatever the questions are, and I, and you know, and, I, and I've put those questions on a separate Word document so that, okay. again, I don't have to rush answering the questions to think about if I've got 500 words, have I used 500 words to answer this question? Mm. Have I told, have I, have I demonstrated the best version of me and my business as succinctly as I can? Mm. And yeah, and, and it's, for me, it's about that whole reflection piece. So what was it that I set out to do in my business at the start of the year? And have I achieved that? And what challenges have I faced along the way? And how have I overcome those challenges? And as a result of overcoming those challenges, how have I grown mm, yes. as a, individually and as a, as a business? Mm. And that's the whole beauty of doing that award nomination process is it forces you to slow down and really consider what's going well in your business and why. And mm. therefore, I need to do more of that. What's maybe not going so well and why that I then either need to change or ditch completely? Yeah, I do come across lots of business owners who say, well, I haven't got time for that. I haven't got time for that. You know, because it, there, is, there is an element of, you know, this, you've got to take some time out to do it. Yeah. So, and you can't do it last minute, can you? It's, no. You know. No. And and so many people, and again, I know this from being involved with the Woman Who Awards, so many people leave their entries until the last 48 hours. Yeah. And the beauty is, is that if you start planning it in advance, you can do exactly what I've done and, and be aware of what are the questions that I'm going to be asked? Mm, yes. What, what's the potential word count that I'm going to have to fill? And how can I put the best bits in each of the sections mm -hmm. that will then, you know, tell the full story of the business by answering all of the questions. Mm. And you do need time to think about, does this 
really demonstrate who I am, what I do, who I help, how I help them, the impact that I have, the results that they get. And that's then when it's really important that if you have the opportunity to add your testimonials, Mm -hmm. you add your testimonials to it. Mm, Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it needs a bit of planning. Yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's quite often it's a last minute thing. I hear comments, you know, from people who say, oh, it's due in on Monday and I, I haven't got time to do that, you know. That <laughs> thing. And, and yeah, if you'd have planned it, you know, and it's part of, your, you know, strategically, you mentioned earlier, you know, yeah. this is what, what you're going to do then. Yeah, it should be part of your work, shouldn't it, really? Yes. Yeah. And it is a little bit like when people say, well, have you got your have you got a bio that you can send me? That's always a question on the award. So if you've already got your hundred word bio written, it might be what you use on LinkedIn to say who you are and what you do. Mm help and any if you've not done it for a while that might be a good starting point to go back to your social media platforms and your website and what does it say on my about me page and is that 100 words that I could just lift and shift to Mm. an award nomination and if it's not 100 words then right what can I do to add to it now so I know that that's current and up to date Mm. Mm. I think quite often busy uh business owners they're so busy delivering what they deliver that it's sometimes difficult to take a step back and to give yourself that time to work on the business and that's precisely what we do in Boardroom Buddies Mastermind is you know it gives people that space to step back and do some reflection and review and all that kind of thing even if we're talking about specific topics on on a particular day something that they wouldn't necessarily do Yes. Without having their peers around them or or me asking them those, you know, interesting questions. (laughs) And it is so important to take time out to work on your business, not just in your business. Because again, if you don't take that time out, are you just becoming busy doing the wrong things that aren't adding the value and the impact? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you applied to do the for your your award with the the coaching academy. Yeah. How long did it take? Oh gosh. To actually write it up, it probably only took a couple of hours because oh. I already knew I'd got my testimonials in one place, I'd already got my 100 words. I'd got a rough idea what the questions are going to be. And so I'd I'd prepared for it. So actually, you know, writing the application and hitting submit, it probably only did take a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what happens with, with awards is you can start the award process and save it as you go along. Oh, right. Again, by doing it in small manageable chunks it then doesn't feel like it's an enormous task to yeah. do yeah yeah so would you say it's been useful to you you know having the awards absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just because if nothing else from that credibility from mm. that visibility and you know being able to charge my worth as well that actually mm. you're working with an award-winning coach yeah. who 
and, and again, this is where the no nonsense bit comes in. I would never ask somebody to invest in coaching if I wasn't prepared to do it myself. Mm, yeah. I would never encourage somebody to apply for an award if I'd not been through the process myself. And again, I suppose this is where it is mentoring then to share the experience mm. and to offer help and guidance to, to somebody else to go through through that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been really interesting. Thank you for that. So I hope that whoever is listening and, and watching this has got some a few tips out of that. Thank you for coming on to the podcast, Claire. Really interesting. So this is, as I say, it's just the first one of a little mini series about awards because we are going into awards season. It's the beginning of 2023 or February 2023. And most awards ceremonies, finals and things like that happen at the, the end of the year. And so this is about giving you plenty of time to do that application process, to gather the evidence that you need because sometimes there's quite a lot of evidence, you know, that you might have to find and it's it's worth planning for. Um, so, yeah, so that's really good. So, Claire, how, how do we get in touch with you? How do listeners get in touch with you? OK, so you can get in touch with me through my website, which is okay. www.ascendocoaching.co.uk. UK and if you want to send me an email then it's just claire at ascendocoaching.co.uk and then you will find me on LinkedIn as well under Claire Cahill and that that's really the main social media platform that I use because I know that's where the leaders in business normally hang out (laughs) yeah yeah and and you mentioned your book earlier on so yeah. what's the title of your book in case anybody would like to read up? It sounds really interesting. Yeah, so my book is called Empowering Employee Engagement, mm-hmm. How to Ignite Your Team for Peak Performance. And it's it's my story of how I took a team of disengaged employees and put them all in one team and took them on their own transformational journey to reignite them back into the business or them to leave the business because they were very clear about what their career path was going to be and so I've taken you through the process that I took them through using the coaching models and then at the end of the book I've shared their success stories but changed their names to protect their confidentiality. Okay fantastic that sounds really good yeah okay uh, presumably it's on amazon <laughs> it is on amazon and it is available on my website as oh, well excellent. So if you go to my home page on my website and yeah. scroll down it will take you to a, a link where there's a a stripe link and so yeah if you wanted a signed copy from me then you can do that through my website and i'll post it out to you or it is available on amazon Fantastic. That's brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Claire. And to viewers and listeners of this podcast, I hope you've learned a few tips that might help you go for it. Do your own applications and win those awards because it can be so helpful. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening. Let me know if you've really enjoyed it and or if you have some comments about it. That will be equally uh, well received. So thanks a lot, everyone.
I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.